season six, episode 20, where we watch Tough as Nails, season three, episode one. Welcome to the Blue Collar Pod. I'm Chris Lorenz. Yvonne Netanyahu. This is Brian. I'm Harrison, and I'm putting up the 305 tent. I'm Annabeth. They call me a Jill of all trades. No, I'm stuck in a sand pit. Singer. <laughs> Welcome. If this is your first time joining us, we watch a different reality show each week. Discuss again my new detail, figuring out if it's good or bad. Here's somebody got for us. Tough as Nails is a competition series that celebrates everyday Americans who roll up their sleeves and don't think twice about working long, hard hours and getting their hands dirty. Competitors who consider the calluses on their hands a badge of honor will be tested for their strength, endurance, life skills, and most importantly, mental toughness in challenges that take place at real-world job sites. That's Tough as Nails on CBS. Mm, I got uh, two things about this. Um... One, who has calluses on their uh, hands? I used to, but man. I do not. Oh, look at Brian. Wait, I definitely do. Oh. Playing guitar, though. No, uh, I guess like both. Like, like get the weights, get the guitar, done. You're hitting the weights that much now? You gotta. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, Harrison Annabeth? Nah, not a lot of calluses over here, uh, unfortunately. When I climb regularly, I get yeah. some calluses. Whereabouts yeah. though? Where, where do climbing calluses come You out? get them like at the top of your palm. Oh, so s- same as going to the gym, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Me and Brian lifting heavy, you know. Yeah. Right. Pre- Pre-COVID, gym, same thing. Set, set, second thing. You said uh, these people don't think twice per the show description. I would imagine they think twice. I, I disagree with that. <laughs> like they just roll into it. They don't care. They're getting it done. They Every roll up day, their sleeves. <laughs> they wake up at five AM busting their ass, hard ass jobs. You don't think they think twice? They're tough as nails. Mm. They'll think twice. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well before we get <laughs> too deep into this, uh we got some catch up from last week. Oh. We watched what did we watch? Bridal plasty. Oh no. And uh yeah. we had a poll on Twitter. So this week there will also be a poll on Twitter. Go vote in the poll. Uh, we got a bottom third show from the audience for Bridal Plessy. Very shocking. It's a, it's a very shocking poll result. Good job, audience. Yeah, thank uh, you, audience. Also, uh, check out our TikTok on uh, Bridal Plessy. Uh It's on Who Put This On podcast. And please write us on iTunes. All right, move back to Tough as Nails. Uh, so uh, the show is essentially just like a blue-collar competition show where they take a bunch of blue-collar workers like carpenters and construction workers and jewel of all trades <laughs> and stick them in some sort of like weird, like blue collar job ish kind of competition. And this week was the military episode brought to you by the uh, military, the U S Marines, the Marines. Yeah. The Marines. <laughs> yes. Be I was going to say Marines and then it just went whoop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, so that's not the constant theme throughout the show. It doesn't seem so. I've okay. never, I haven't seen any more episodes, but like the, this time on seemed like there would, might've been some military stuff, but it didn't seem to be the focus of a lot of the challenges. Agree. Like the preview of the season seemed like there was farming and then boating, then construction, right? A whole bunch of that's fair. stuff. Uh, okay. I'm, more okay with this show now yeah because this episode's a little rough it's like ex- it's a commercial for the military at this point they're like look at so we'll get into it but they have like cool vehicles and they've got like you know a lot of veteran like positive things and just like being cool to be in the marines 
yes, I would say sometimes other shows might go much more overt. I I, I think that it did a good job being subtle and not too in your face. I think the military has done a better job recent, like in the last decade or so to like push themselves in like a subtle way and not like Mm. a uh, we need you kind of posters. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like when Michael Bay makes a Transformers movie, like they give him all the all the military helicopters for the thing to kind of promote it in a more subtle way. Yeah. Hmm. Super same, subtle. Same oh, thing yeah. here. So Chris, this one's oh, less but, subtle than that. But Chris, when you get, <laughs> yeah, Transformers is not that. It's very <laughs> subtle. This is extremely like in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when you were a kid, Chris, you had those Uncle Sam posters at your school? Oh, I had one in my bedroom. Yeah. That's, uh... Wow, they came to your bedroom and you still didn't join? Yeah, yeah. I was, that was a tough sell. Man. A tough sell. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, all right. So let's talk about um what do we, let's talk about the format of the show, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk about so they have a challenge one that's individual. Uh so then the winners of challenge one became like leaders, captains, and picked two teams. So it seems like this whole show is like a team-based challenges, six versus six. People don't get eliminated, it seems. It didn't seem like it in like previewing the season. Because that would give away a lot of spoilers, right? Well, it, it did seem like say it. that they don't get eliminated. Yeah, yeah, the host says they won't get eliminated. But then I don't understand what the mechanics going to be for the one winner at the end. I think that there's two phases to the competition. There's a bunch of team challenges where there's some kind of a cash prize for it. And like, so, so this one, they had like a team challenge was 15 grand. Yeah. So after the individual, there was a team challenge. Exactly. So there's, there's one for 15 grand. Whatever team wins, it gets to split that money. And there's a bunch of those. And then at the end, I think after they're done with all the team competitions, there's some kind of an individual segment where they're competing for 200,000. 300,000 yeah. and Dude. a truck and, and yeah and a heavy duty quick quick correction before the twitter patrol gets to us it was twelve thousand. oh okay okay the, the twitter Thanks, patrol <laughs> get it right harrison yeah. come on <laughs> so uh, looking on wikipedia for your spoilers there is some kind of elimination okay I mean, even like episode two mm. i think mm. well, well why did the host lie to us how great question hmm it does seem like that the host doesn't really tee up this new season with a lot of information about the show. It seems pretty assumed that you have watched all seasons the of Tough as Nails. Pull new people in on this. No. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're on a path, though. Can someone tell us about the host? Like, who is this guy? Why is he here? What does he do? He's the guy. He's Phil Kogan. Kogan? Kogan? Kagan, maybe? Kagan? Kagan? <laughs> Kagan? I'm looking at it written down. He never said his name. Is this the guy who's on uh, Modern Family? The no, dad? no. This is no. an amazing race host. Ah, okay. And he's hosting this show now. But in this show, he actually has to do things. Yeah. He's... In Amazing Race, he's just like at the end and he's like, like you are safe or you are eliminated or something. I forget what his catchphrase is. Yeah, he's trying to do his best Jeff Probst impression here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. Oh, he's... <laughs> Well, let's just talk about the host. Let's just finish it. He's Phil. terrible. He's so bad at this. He cannot do play-by-play. And it's hard to tell he can't do it because the editors made him, like, like ADR in lines. Or, like, he didn't say anything during it. Or it's, like, it's hard to tell who's winning in these races, kind of. 
Yeah, he's like he's trying to keep it going. He's talking to Murph, the other the winner that they've brought back. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awkward. There's not a lot of like banter, and the things he says are like really obvious. There's not a lot of like commentary. I mean, for me, I think so. I actually like him as the host of the Amazing Race. I think he actually does a great job with the Amazing Race. But he, he doesn't have a whole lot to do with for that sure. Show. I think he 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 adds some nice color. He has some good banter with the people. But like, yeah, like I I think he's good for that show. For this show, I think there's there's two problems. Like, one, he's not that great at the actual challenge play by play and like calling the action of the challenges going on. Who Jeff Probst is kind of like the master of. Uh, and then the other, and then the other problem is like, he doesn't really come off as a super tough guy to me. Like, I feel like tough as nails, like you want a, you want the host to personify, you want the, you want the the fucking rock. You want them to personify what tough as nails is. No, no, no offense to Phil. Cause I'm not saying I'm tough as nails, but I'm also (laughs) not the host of this show. Yeah. I, I couldn't be host of this show. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I he is a weird fit for this, but I think he's the host because I think this is his show. Oh, like, I think he's like a producer kind of like thing for the show. Like, yeah, yeah, he's an executive mm. producer. I mean, he was the first credit that came up at the end. Mm. Like he, he pitches the show and like he owns the show, so he obviously wants to be the host. But if he owns the show, he also wants it to succeed, and he's got to recognize, like, oh man. Yeah, but some people just want to be the famous person in the room, Noah. That's true, too. Like, some people aren't just about the money, okay? Mr. Noah Singer over here. <laughs> it's odd to be about the money. I'm just saying, not <laughs> everyone needs to be, things has to be, he could be executive producer of other reality TVs, we just don't know. Don't but now know. we do, because he's on the TV. This well, guy's already made his money from 40 seasons of The Amazing Race. <laughs> this, is a, this, this is a glory. This project is for the glory. A passion I mean, project. This is for him to be the executive producer of a show, which I'm sure he wants to be. Like, and he wants to be the host of such <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, he's from New Zealand. I feel like in general, people from New Zealand, this is stereotyping. What, that, they're, that they're capitalists? Oh, got some hot takes oh, coming in. I, no, I don't know if you that, should say this. That, <laughs> no, that they are pretty humble. You know, they're going to stay <laughs> nice like... recovery. Right? <laughs> there was no recovery. I was going to say Then you guys just start shoving words. Like, I mean, we got to show words. Like, our main reference points fly, fly to the Concords. You know, we have Jermaine and it's like... Murray and they're not, you know, they're they're not really out in front. Yeah, they're I pretty think, timid. I think you just insulted all New Zealanders. I think they, I gave them a lot of credit for being good people. All right, all right, we're gonna move on. I think this. we should talk more about flight of flight of the Concords. To be honest, what would you say this is an upgrade, <laughs> downgrade, or apex for this for our host here? Apex, because I mean, he's now hosting his own show. Even if like Amazing Race was like super good. But I, I think Amazing Race just has way more viewers than this. Amazing right, but Race has won a ton of Emmys. Like, I mean. Right, but that's an established empire. He's starting his new thing now. This is on season three. I think it's pretty successful. I think this is Apex. Oh, I don't think Apex. Like, like amazing, what? Amazing Race is so good. It is. But oh, it, I still got to give him credit. Like I mean, this. it is. He, it's going from hosting a show to executive producer of his own show yeah i mean i'd have to say that that's like your apex whether that is that make you the is that like your most popular thing 
Well, I mean, I think that like, because, no. because he's doing both of them, it's like he's still hosting Amazing Race and he's executive producing this show. Like, he's at the height of his powers I, either now or yeah. when he got this show greenlit three seasons ago. I didn't even know that he was still hosting that. I figured he stepped away. But no, if he's just doing both. You can't step away from a job like that, Brian. <laughs> Are you insane? That's the best job ever, maybe. Right. Dude, the jobs where you're hosting a show are this you're so good if you get a hosting job for a game show you never fucking leave that like you just like you work like one day every month and you just paying you bank if i get that i'm definitely staying because there's no way (laughs) so i'm pretty impressed with this guy like first he's from new zealand and so, hey, that's a, that's and a as we know, hill to climb there. No, to get to be like from, from New Zealand, and then to be like a major—not major, but like a celebrity United States—that's pretty difficult, right? Like, obviously, you don't have connections. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. with this, what level of celebrity are we talking about? A, would you consider him A, B, C, D, a, or E or F? A, A. It's gonna be primo cameo, dude. Um, yeah, how much is the man's cameo? Oh, I Second, look. he's been involved, according to his Wikipedia, with 10 Emmys. 10? Pretty good. For the Amazing Race, right? Probably. Okay. Uh, lastly, he's a pretty big cyclist. So that, that is his tough as nails uh, cred. <laughs> that That's he, not a blue collar job. No, but it, you got to be, you know, uh, in shape like the people on the show. He's in shape. I, the people on the show aren't on the show because they're in shape. I mean, it's they're, kind of like a... They're in the show because they're blue-collar workers. But they're also in shape. Yeah. I mean, that was probably another requirement we'd be on the show, but yeah. not like the whole... It's not the resin... It's not like the definition of the show. It's not like what it's about. Well, resin, they go together. That, Everybody's mm. job is something that would require you to do a lot of labor that would get you in shape. Yeah, so yeah. These people are, like, incredibly strong because yes. of their jobs. Like, I... I there are people in these jobs that not aren't necessarily in shape. I think they found people that aren't in shape with these jobs, and these jobs generally lead that way. Yeah, but I, I think it's worth calling out like, these people are in very good shape. And like, I, yes. I, I, I know the other thing is like, it's not like you know the challenge or something where like the main thing is like being in shape. Like, it's being in shape plus having a bunch of knowledge about how to do a bunch of sh- stuff. It's like mm-hmm. fixing cars, building stuff. Like what, and just a whole bunch of stuff that you might need to do. Well, before we move on, do we consider it a down apex? What was the consensus? Apex. Here? Apex. I think okay. it's apex. Okay. All right, that's consensus, right? <laughs> Annabeth doesn't look convinced, but like, I just don't know. I just like I hadn't heard of this show, and well, I like. I mean, Amazing Race has been around forever. Super amazing show. Like for that reason, I'm not sure if this show is apex. I don't say it's downgrade, but I think it's kind of like you know. He's holding same, steady. Same level, same level. Same level, but it's right. not. I don't think this is be- this is Apex more than Amazing Race was. But I for your career, though. and you're like, well, I was the host of this reality TV show for 20 years, or I executive produced a show, I pitched it to execution. That's way better. But it like matters what the show is. I agree that it about totally him. matters which what the show is because because oh, yeah. if if it was this man telling me this, I'd be like, amazing race for twenty years, incredible, and then mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, that executive produced things cool too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that you have to evaluate the apex as a point in time in their career, and so because he <laughs> and so because he is executive producing this while he is still holding down the amazing race host job, I think it has to be the apex. Noah, what do you say? <laughs> Uh, I'm with Amazing Race is very well known. 
You can go to anyone on the street. They will know what the Amazing Race is. Two hosts at. And the 10 Emmys. That is clearly the apex. This has ways to go. So you think this is a downgrade? Yes. Okay. Very but, clear cut. Like, n- not even debatable. The surprise, you're debating it. I, well, we are. I, I'm just saying. Tweet at I, us <laughs> if you have an opinion. All right, we okay? got three versus two. <laughs> yeah, let's get the poll up. <laughs> tweet, tweet at us. Let's know what you think. Uh, <laughs> two polls this week, everyone. Polls. Get ready for it. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the location of these challenges. We kind of talked about it. It's at Camp Pendleton, which is in California between L.A. and San Diego. Mm-hmm. And it's a Marine base. And uh, they show a lot of like like Marine stock footage. They said if you've ever seen a, a, like a shot or video of Marines training, this is where it is. That that's what they said. I don't know if it's true. That's just what they said. <laughs> debatable, debatable, debatable. Uh, one thing to note is we'll we'll get into this first challenge. So the first challenge is teed up by like they have these planes go by and like l- drop some stuff off the back, like some package, and they <laughs> pre- they pretend like this challenge is set up by these airplanes <laughs> dropping. Like there's 12 contestants, 12 different packages in a neat line com- like to compete against. And it's just ludicrous. No one to, knows. I had to point out to people in this room that obviously this is not what happened. Here's the, not. Here's the thing. Like every, all those, the finals placements were so close together that like, if you drop them out of a plane like that, those parachutes are done. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> this is just not happening. The Marines. Yeah. This is good. true. Also, they were pretty close to the people on the beach. I was like, man, that, that plane got to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you imagine if you're just on this game show and you're like, oh, shit, that thing's coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> this flying ATV from the sky. <laughs> just like the ludicrousness of this stuff. In the shot where they were dropping out of the plane, thinking back, it looked like they were kind of over some farm country, maybe too, but they were on the beach in the sea. <laughs> it's so. some stock footage of something. It was yeah. just like, oh, and, but they they do like a really hard cut that makes it like you don't really think about it that much. But as soon as you're like, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah there's just no way. They got some B roll from Pearl Harbor and <laughs> stuck it in. I was just gonna say from like advertisements, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> the real Pearl Harbor or the 2003 movie Ben Affleck. The Ben Affleck movie. Oh yeah, Ben Affleck. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just just check. Thank thank you for fact checking. Uh, all right, so we got 12 contestants. They have to take this package, which has like I don't know a bunch of crap in it. It's got an ATV, and it's got a like cart. So you have to put the bunch of the. That's, they have to build yeah. the cart. They have to put all the shit on the cart, and then they need to drive the ATV to like an endpoint. It's a trailer tow, so the cart, you know, has a trail trailer hitch. It's a, it's a cart, but it's it's very, the trailer tow is very critical to this challenge. <laughs> like this is <laughs> well, when I say cart, like what do, what do people? What do you think? The key thing is that the ATV is dragging the cart. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, I yeah. think of cart, I, I think of like the red flyer wagon. Yeah. Me too. But what if I say I attach a cart to a car, like you think, <laughs> what are you, you thinking? didn't specify attaching. You just said they dropped the cart in an ATV. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there, there was no connection point. All right, all right. Whatever. $12,000. <laughs> yeah, the Twitter <laughs> patrol is going to get on us. We got to get it right. We're trying to protect. Uh, to, to tweet at us if we have problems, okay? Uh, 
when Phil listens to this as we bash his show and his country. <laughs> I was not bashing his country. <laughs> that, that's such a hell. Such a beef from New Zealand. Uh, Man, I like New Zealand. All right. <laughs> so they do this challenge and the like there's a couple they make like a sorry. The end of this challenge is actually kind of interesting. They have some so there's some tension and drama made with this challenge where like one guy like got stuck in the sand for mm. so long. So like he was in the lead and like he's going a little slow, I guess not to drop stuff all the crap off his trailer. Here we go. Ah! <laughs> his cart trailer trailer car anyway and he gets stuck he like digs himself a giant hole and it takes him forever to get out mm-hmm. uh but he eventually does actually get out coming second his name is mike but he wasn't the only one that got stuck in the sand because for some reason they like this end zone here they just like when somebody gets there they just let <laughs> him just stay there and not, so everyone's just in the way so people can't just like go like 10 miles an hour on the sand to get there. So they have to like go like five and obviously then they get stuck. And then people like to come out and push their ATVs. It's like, yeah. There, it's like, there's a quick sand right before the finish line. It, it ends up feeling like there doesn't seem to be any benefit or like detriment becoming going like getting third or 12th. Now there's no stakes no. after the first two were determined, but I don't think they were aware of that. Well, I think they were. I think it was just like, I think you had to finish and that was like the only information that the captains would have about where to pick you. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. That's kind of what I thought it was. So it's more your prowess. Yeah. It it was an interview to get picked. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no... There's no but there was de- no like repercussion. There's no detriment from getting yeah. picked last other than your pride. No. I I think I gotta dive into a bit of the minutiae on the challenge. So yes, uh uh cart and the uh ATV <laughs> get dropped out of the airplane. But they, they don't get dropped out of an airplane, do not say <laughs> they get so, placed gently. They get placed gent gently by the caress of their bum um on the sand, but they're not fully assembled. And so this challenge is a lot of mechanical work of tightening bolts, putting things together, and it does not look easy. It is not like something I would roll up to that and I would take a bit because I've never done, never like gone through and built a cart before. Like it was just like, whoa. there's a lot more of like me trying to figure out what's going on. And I think that's the point of the show is that the people on the show have done similar things to this more, way more often than we have. Mm-hmm. So they're like much more equipped to like being and putting together a cart and like getting an ATV ready uh, to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is where I needed that better narration, perhaps from a host, because like I didn't really understand every part, everything that you had to do to get this thing running. Definitely not, especially compared to the second challenge. The second challenge, they put all the budget on the inf- infographic, which we'll get into. Um, but on this challenge, it would have been really nice to have an infographic. Like, here are all the parts that they have to put together, and this one's difficult, and here's why, and here's how much torque it's going to take to tighten this up. And, yeah. Uh, that would have been nice, and we had no idea what's happening. We're just seeing him construct things. And I, it's like, what is going on? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The host is taking things away. It's detrimental. Saying garbage. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter what he says. And But the cameramen also kind of suck. Like, there's no, like, good shots of like what like it's a competition there's a lot of shots of one person mm-hmm. there's like 
one shot of <laughs> like two people going up at the same time because mm. they were going up at the same time. That's it. You never get to see two people in like side by sides or like in the same video. You have no idea how well one person is doing against another person. I have a feeling that's like part mostly editing though. I feel like they recorded it and then they saw it and it's like, oh, this does not paint well, people in a positive light. So let we can't just like do side by side. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a challenge between people and it's supposed to be entertaining it, to me. It, and I didn't get the sense of any competition, it, really. It is. But it, like at the same time, like we look at like the second competition, which we'll get into and we see how that was faring. And it's like, well, you can't compare those two either. No, I know. That's my it's a general like issue of this episode of the yeah. show for me is like no, like figuring out what the challenge is and how they are competing against each other and who is winning and losing is done super poorly. Mm-hmm. I need some like drone shots where I see like yeah. people moving towards the finish line and people stuck on the beach, or like a helicopter shot. You know, yeah, you're at, you're at a penalty and they get the helicopter. Yeah, it's out. it's sort of one of the problems with the challenge is like just the the editing the way the way that they sh- they shoot some of these things are kind of designed for drama and whatever as opposed to actually showing you what the competition is this is also where i think survivor does like such a good job because totally. i mean they'll have a challenge but at the end of the challenge will be some sort of like equalizer of some kind where like you're just doing a puzzle that takes like twice or three times as long as a challenge and so like you get to see both teams at the end generally, like 90% of the time, 95% yeah. of the time. So yeah. like, whereas like if you don't make the challenges where there's like some place to catch up with people or like gates where people could be at, it just ends up being like this where like somebody could just be there 10 minutes beforehand and there's nothing you could do about it. There's no competition at that point. Right. Yeah. So you could blame the editing. You blame the producing for, like you know designing this challenge because i think both these challenges are designed pretty poorly yeah i mean for for viewing it like i, I thought that they were cool challenges but for viewing i don't think they're designed super well they're like we describe the challenge to you and they're like oh that's kind of cool especially the second challenge i think is like oh that's a i could see where in the writing room that comes like off really well but i think well we we'll have to get right into it but i think the if they just ordered things, I think that that would have made that challenge so much better. Oh, yeah. Well, I think what I also needed was, like, you need sort of a voiceover of someone who did the challenge, like, explaining what happened to them and, like, what the problem was and what the strategy was. Because yeah, no... you never really get any of that. Like, this, we'll talk about what the second challenge is, but there's a lot of strategy in how you would approach it, and we don't really get it from anyone on the team. There's no there's no good, like, interviews, like, that with people talking heads at all in this show we did get like one there's one it, but like that's it which we, we can talk about now is like one of the the interesting drama that they had in this first challenge was one person couldn't figure out how to get their atv in neutral alfie alfie yeah, yeah. and like I, it was interesting because he was near the end and he should have been there was a bunch of interviews where he was like embarrassed because he couldn't find neutral but that's interesting, because because if he had not told me that, I would have no idea what's yeah. happening with that ATV. I I know no nothing. But like, Zero. yeah, the rest of the show is like showing you shots of things of people doing <laughs> stuff. And you're like, what are they trying to do? Like, no like, idea. I like, no idea. No idea. Really are they doing okay? Challenge? I don't know. <laughs> like, what is hard about this challenge other than that shit's heavy? Yeah. Uh, all right. 
let's uh well we know mike and leah won so we had a women win one in they picked two teams we're not gonna go over all the people nope none of them i have like one note for one person so it's like not <laughs> worth it I yeah. only like looked up this on Wikipedia just to figure out the teams. Oh, like, oh yeah, I looked yeah. it up on Wikipedia. Too. They don't go to great lengths to try to build up the characters. Like one or two of them, they start going into a little backstory, but it, it's not very memorable how they tell it. That's going to happen more though. Like they they did a sufficient job in like covering like small portion, and then next time another digestible por- digestible portion. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you got to go for the long run on something like this. There's a lot more challenge. There's a lot more challenges. You don't have even less time to talk about people. Whereas like when we're doing a love show and they can only introduce <laughs> like six people. Like, yeah, that's fair. You know, and then they fall through a trap door. <laughs> you don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, well, one thing to note is that Leah is the Jill of all trades, which when we're watching the show, like the traditional term is Jack of all trades. Right. And then you go to Jill of all trades. I'm like, why are you going to go right from a sexist term to another sexist term? Yeah. Which Chris, I, I like it. Chris, I, I don't know. I, Why I, not just a, like a un, non-sexist one? So both of the like men and women could be like. Well, a, what would that be? I don't know. <laughs> like I, I've heard this term many times before. I've it did not throw me it. a curveball. I'm not saying it's throwing a curveball. But I feel like, like it Jill, did. Otherwise Jill it would just brush over your head. It's like, yeah. obviously a plot like a female version of Jack of all trades, but she's mm-hmm. a female. I know. And I'm just saying that it would have been better to go with a non-sexist term. Right. I don't think it's sexist though. But then why change it from Jack? It's it because it's, it's, it's a guy's conform- name. Yeah. It's conforming <laughs> to our identity and who she is. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't really saying, understand. Like I'm the, just saying it would have been, I think yeah. you had to make it non-gender. Make a non-gendered version of Jack of all trades. But she didn't choose that Jack of all trades was gendered. That was... Yeah, but she did choose the Jill. I just don't know if there's yeah. another good English term for what this is that's as recognizable that she can that she can throw in there. Like, it, like she could have said a renaissance woman, but have you been mad because she's not a renaissance man? No, because <laughs> the renaissance man isn't a term. It is a yeah, term. Yeah, it is! Yeah. It, renaissance man's totally a term. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. I was just, <laughs> then Renaissance person. I don't care. I'm just making a comment that I think it would have been better. Person, lo- person of all trades. <laughs> I got one. Jamie. Jimmy. Jamie. 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 Ooh. Jamie. Oh wait, no. I, I. I think Jackie. All right. Because it's fl- right, right. Uh, okay. It, what about Leah of all trades? Her name's Leah. Like, we'd get it. Ah, it's not as good. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Chris of all traits? <laughs> hey, I, you know, I'm not, but I could be. <laughs> I did think about going with Brian of all traits for my equip, but... Oh, oh that would have been good. Oh, It'd be oh, coming yeah. back around now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's move in. <laughs> well, I guess there's one minor minutia about the uh, the backyard pick here between teams. The bottom two were the two women of color. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. I'm just pointing it out. Well, one of them was the last person to finish the sure, challenge. Sure, sure. Totally makes sense. One of them was. One of them was. Mm-hmm. The other one, I guess, was also smaller. I was, I, I was kind of wondering with the draft, though. 
Um, like it seems, it seems like if these challenges are big physical carrying things, like you'd be picking the men. So they didn't say it, but I think they made them pick guy girl because they were like they were mm. picking alternating, and then they had two two women at the end. But I'm not a hundred percent because like they didn't say it, but it kind of went that way. Okay. A lot of hidden rules in these. There yeah. might have been a hidden rule in this one. <laughs> there for sure. Been. There might have been. <laughs> we also, Chris, you have to say what the team names are. This is yeah. this is some good mm. stuff. Uh, what are the team names? You tell me. The okay. They're, the team names are Dirty Hands. Mm-hmm. Dirty Hands. And Savage Crew. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like they didn't get to pick... Those names specifically, those may, might be like enduring names every they season. Are, they are. They're okay. every season, these oh. are the names. And the first person got to pick if they were dirty or <laughs> savage, whatever. Wait, savage so why, crew. Why would we go with not savage crew? Yeah, obviously <laughs> you want to be the savage. Like, savages, but savages <laughs> are like a millennial term. Like, it's not a, or like a Gen Z term. And a lot of these people aren't in like that demographic. I, no, I just don't care. Like Savage is just more like, like tough than totally. just dirty hands. Oh, yeah. dirty hands! I'm all in on dirty hands. But it's like work <laughs> ethic. It's like we're not savage. We're gonna get our hands dirty. We're gonna win this challenge. Whereas like we're gonna be savage. We're gonna be the best. Like we're gonna have all these savage moments. That's the, yeah. It's just like I could see why you'd pick dirty hands, but I'd obviously go savage. <laughs> Well, do you think these are like the team names that the first captains chose, and then no, no. the show was like, in, "We we got this." You you came first. You got to pick. No, I know, but like the se- season one, episode one. Oh, do you I think? Do you think the first ever captains chose these names, and the and the producers, Phil, was like, "Those are amazing. We're keeping them forever," <laughs> <laughs> even though they kind of sound weird together. <laughs> they definitely don't. They're like no a synergy. different vibe. There's no synergy. <laughs> I mean, they did. They also have like a huge respect for like the history of the show. Like th- the guest star of this was the winner of season one. Murph. Uh, yeah. So Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler for season one. <laughs> so it it's cool that like they have like a strong like connection with the show, but I, and I do think that like they they started it, but I don't know if they just picked the name like <laughs> if the producers picked the names or if the team captains picked the names. All right, all right quickly. Savage or Dirty Hands, Brian? Savage. Harrison. Ooh, I think it's going to have to be Dirty Hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Our team Dirty Hands, baby. <laughs> what? Noah. Savage. Easy. All right, Savage. There We're we getting go. those hands dirty. Ha- dirty hands. Yeah. You don't want to see these dirty hands coming after you. <laughs> sounds like the scary movie, like, my strong arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dirty yeah. hands. Right, Savage Crew is trying too hard. That's my take. Uh, that's fine. Let's <laughs> move on to challenge number two here. We've talked about this for too much. Too much already. Let's talk about challenge number two. So here's a team-based challenge. Seems like it's going to be team-based for a while. Unclear how long it's going to be team-based. We'll get into that after this. But so their challenge is similar to the previous challenge where the drop came off a ship. This time the drop came off a, like a, I forget what they called it. Some sort of hovercraft, some sort of hovercraft, military hovercraft. And it's like a much bigger package. And in this package, there's a tent. So they have to, uh, they have to set up the tent in a specific direction. They have to set up a perimeter, which involves putting these stakes in the ground and then putting barbed wire around all these stakes. 
they have to repair a Humvee. Then they have to put supplies on pallets. Uh, then once all of that is done, they can raise a flag, <laughs> the American flag, and then they have to drive the Humvee off their like prepared area or whatever. So that's the whole challenge. And they can do these things in any order they want to. They Until they have to raise a flag. Right. Yeah, All that stuff has to be done before you can raise the flag. Once you raise the flag, then you can drive the Humvee. Right. With the stuff in the back. There's it's a, a lot there's of another, stuff. There's another cart on the Humvee. So. <laughs> cart. <laughs> Always hauling shit. <laughs> you gotta be hauling stuff. Around. That's what I learned about the Marines today. <laughs> <laughs> Always loving these carts. So, like... There's a, as we talked about, we kind of hinted at is like, it was very hard to tell what team was winning because each team was doing something in a different order. So like team a, like everyone got everything out of the, the tent or this like supply drop first. And then team a put up a tent team B did like things in like they had people doing each job first and they were going to come back and do the tent. So they were putting up the, the perimeter and fixing the Humvees and like doing other stuff. And I don't even know what the fuck order that anyone did anything <laughs> in. It was just nonsensical. It was weird. Like that was the only time where I, anybody described the sense of strategy where somebody said, Hey, like we're all going to do these individual <laughs> tasks kind of like or together. And then we're all going to come together at the end for the tent. And that makes a lot of sense because, hey, you're going to kill the easy stuff. And then, like, as you do that, you team up and team up and get bigger. Build a team. But in, the other one just was, like, unorganized. I mean, I, I think it just kind of comes down to how quickly your team can do all can do all the stuff. Like, I'm not I'm not actually not that convinced that the ordering of it really mattered. Like, Maybe. I don't, I, I don't. The only thing I have with the I like the non-ordered part for, like, a. You know, the teams can have different strategies and like they can be do different things. But still, from a sense of watching the show is I had no idea who was winning. Oh, yeah. It made it hard to watch for sure. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. They like, did have the most helpful thing, though, where they had a diagram <laughs> that was showing like the completed thing and filling in uh, the progress of everybody's stuff. So like an example is when the tent was raised fully, you saw the full tent. Half raised, it was in progress. The pallets were like showed the progress of the thing. That was kind of cool. That yeah. was cool. It was good. It just I, I wish it was a little less binary. Mostly it was like done or not. Uh no, there was the in-betweens. I noticed the in-betweens. Was there a little it, bit? It, yeah. Was, yeah. it was hard to tell. It like the pallets I could tell half full and the tents like half there. Mm. Like it's maybe like you really tiny. needed more for the perimeter. Because the mm. perimeter we seemed like the hardest thing, took the mm. most time. Cause it was like Really, you had to nail these like giant things in. You had to put the stakes in the ground. Stakes yeah. in like from sand into like the dirt underneath the sand. That looked very hard. It, everyone was struggling with that. Yeah. And like you didn't get a sense of how many were done, how many they had to do. Mm. Like what were the real fucking rules of this thing? Yeah. Yeah. I run to this in the challenge a lot too. It was just like, what are the fucking rules of this thing? <laughs> Who's winning? We got to do different heats. So they can not show who's what, like, yeah. just like, so annoying. It's a competition. Let's put the fucking timer up. Mm -hmm. I need good. someone like walking around commenting on what's happening or I don't oh. know. It would have been good they've had a drill sergeant from the Marines. 
That would have had some nice drama. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know, you know how much I hate football announcers. This needed a football announcer just to be like, yeah, yeah look how close. Though this team's like going ahead, they've got like <laughs> twelve of their polls in versus five of their polls, and like well, that's what Phil should have been doing. Yeah, I know he's yeah. terrible. <laughs> Phil would say things Phil, that I, mean, I that I see. Like Phil wasn't giving me anymore. Like in the first <laughs> challenge, I heard Phil say, "She's got the tarp off." <laughs> like and I was like, "I can see that. Tell me more." <laughs> Look at this. There's good communications happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that communications. Yeah, it's just like I need him being like, "Okay, we got three guys trying to put the fence poles in." Like, looks like this guy's having a tough time with it. They have this many more to go. The other team's doing this. Like, I need a lot more, a lot more commentary. Yeah. Uh, one thing. Sorry for a quick sidetrack. So I figured out why Phil is all up on the show. So the first season they wrap production as COVID's becoming a thing. Like March 2020, they wrap it up. They figure out how to shoot season two in the fall of 2020. Mm. That's season two. Okay. So they wrap, they shot season three earlier this year, but they can't shoot the amazing race yet because it's international and it's too much COVID restrictions. So this is the one horse he's got in the race now. Okay. He's got to ride this pony. How's that apex sound now, guys? Uh, How's that sound? I think pretty... I think Team Noah Annabeth might be coming out ahead. I mean, it still sounded pretty good that he can still start his own show and like pivot <laughs> really well. He's... I don't know. He started the show. He's the he's the guy. This is his show. I don't understand it. Like he, it's the <laughs> race is not his show. We're gonna see what Twitter thinks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry to derail, but I found yeah, you, it to be a pretty juicy bit. You're definitely derailing this conversation. Well, and they've been cranking out these seasons. That is that's right. a lot of content coming out pretty quick. They they, they are pumping, but so, sorry to track. So they're, they're uh, not pumping. This is no uh, mass singer, okay? No, they're, they're, this is taking some breaks. They don't have the fake audience. They cut. To. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is they're taking some breaks here. Yeah. Like, uh, three yeah. seasons in a year and a half. Like that's. Yeah. It's, more, it's more than usual, but it's not like you're not breaking any records. But it just seems like there's more setup for this than Mass Singer, which is all in the same Maybe they building. should have taken Definitely some time to yeah. get some good footage or like come up with a better way to show this challenge. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. So go, So they, they have to put up the fence. They got to get the supplies on the planks. Uh, and they got to put the Humvee back together and trail a Humvee. I have a question for like every single one of these tasks mm. okay Kay. so repair humvee what the fuck's wrong with the humvee the, the tire change the tire <laughs> that that I, we saw them change the tire but was that it that and was it no no so there were two humvees right there's one in front one in the back no, the one the in the back front is the cart no 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 that was the first challenge no, they also put it on. There was also well, there was like a, there, there was, was some kind of attachment to the second humvee that i think you're so thinking the of humvee as the cart was a a cart itself. It was. A it, beca- it became it was a cart. cart. There was like was, some kind of cart, cart attachment <laughs> to drag the second. <laughs> no, no, it was just it was a, a cart converter. No, it was, it was just a Humvee. Cart. It was a Humvee to cart. Converter. Why is it becoming more convoluted? It was literally <laughs> two Hummers. Yeah, but they weren't driving both. They were like driving the front Be- one. Th- this is part of the challenge. <laughs> you gotta wait. So <laughs> there are two Humvees. One in front. One in the back. That's how they are positioned. The one in the front. You need to swap out a flat tire, put a new tire on. But this was not explained to us. They just showed people doing this, and they explained it a bit. But and which I they can just do. said repair Humvee. <laughs> Let me finish this. <laughs> so 
that you have to replace the tire. Once that that is done, you back up the front Humvee to hitch the second Humvee onto yeah, the front becomes, first that's one. That's the cart converter. Yep. Cart well, converter. Well, you, you hitch a toe. You know, you're, <laughs> yeah, there's no cart. The second Humvee is now a cart. <laughs> It, it's a car. It doesn't transform. It did. It did just transform. It, it, it didn't. It's yeah. not driving itself it's anymore. It's not driving itself anymore. <laughs> it's a neutral. It's no longer a Humvee. It it's is a, a new- car. It is still a Humvee. It's a neutral. It's a cart. <laughs> uh, and then, then you got to drag your cart uh, across the finish line. That's the challenge. No, well, that's part of. The, I was just, I'm just saying. I have a question about what repairing Humvee was. I saw them the tire yeah. replace the tire, but was that it? Yes, because they didn't say what that meant. And and hook the hitch up. I think that was it. it was, I agree it, with Chris though. The challenge, as it's explained in the beginning, is just repair the Humvee. I had no idea what was going to happen. And then, like yes, like real time while it was happening, there was like they gotta change this tire right. and get them hitched together or whatever. I don't know why yeah. when I was watching this, I didn't even realize they'd have to put up the tent. I thought the tent was a permanent structure. <laughs> they had to put all this around, and I was like, oh, I guess yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. It would have been nice uh, if they had a little like. Legends of the Hidden Temple um, piece in here. You know, like, they would show them going through the maze and, like, the people jumping out so you knew it was going to come. Yes. Yeah. They got to get some of that uh, j- Mark... Is it Mark Probst? Legends of the Hidden Temple? I don't know. It's, it's well, they heard like Kirk Fogg. <laughs> Kirk oh, Fogg. so close. Whoa, whoa. That's, that's a deep cut. So Kirk, close. You know that Kirk Frog is the host? Kirk, Kirk <laughs> Fog, Fog. two G's. I know this because Legends of Hidden Temple is on Paramount Plus now. Sometimes we watch it and it's great. (laughs) But not the new one. Old, uh, old, original. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get back to that. Anyway, uh, I was gonna say, just like so many questions, like when they set a perimeter, like is there a standard (laughs) size perimeter? Like what? Like what's the size of perimeter? How do they compare from one side to the other side? How am I supposed to know? I don't understand. This is fair. It doesn't. I didn't see any like markings in the sand where where this thing had to be. No. And why are we putting sandbags on this pallet? You're fucking surrounded by sand. <laughs> I'm so confused. Just take a bag, put sand in it when you need a sandbag. You got to get your supplies ready. That's what supplies point. for the Marines? <laughs> yeah. It, this is like training. It, it, it's an exercise for when you need to really act. Yeah. I. I get it. They. I mean, they made it seem like this is what a real Marine exercise would right. be. Right, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it actually is a Marine exercise. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to know. Yeah, but I'm sure no, they would yeah. explain it better to you when you were doing it. I I, I, I agree. It. They definitely could have done mon- more to tee it up. But make it clear it's going to happen and sell more in the Marines uh, who have it. And I'm sure that they did explain more to the people that they had the opportunity to ask some questions, but we didn't really see any of that. <laughs> yeah. We need, no. we, need the, we need the ask questions segment. Yeah, we right, really pause. need that. All right, go to Twitter, ask us a question. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's figure this out. Let's see people ask Phil on Twitter. Let's see what he's up I kind of also wanted to know like what tools they had access to for this challenge, like going into it. Because like they use tools to like to like fix the tire and like hammer these stakes in and they get gloves at some point. The only tools they have are nails. That's it. No. No, they have the gloves um, for, like, dealing with the barbed wire. You need that. They had the – so they had this, like, tube thing with, like, two handles on it. So then, like, you can pound down, like, the sign stakes, which now I realize is how, like, all these other signs are done. And what other things did they have? 
I don't know. I mean, they had like mechanics tools for the car. I just oh, thought that like was kind of interesting because, like, this kind of stuff is like, is like, oh, you have to have the people on your team that have these specialized skills that know how to use these tools, and maybe like these tools are, you know, people know how to use these. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. I don't think any of the things they did were like all that specialized. Like, if I tell you, here's the tire iron, go replace this, go like swap out this tire. Like, it's not that complicated. No, I know, I know. But, I mean, I didn't know what was going to have to happen with this. <laughs> now, I feel like it might have been a little complicated to be like, okay, put up this perimeter. Like, you give me these poles. And I'm like, this thing that I was like, I'd have to figure out, oh, you want me to hammer this pole in with this, like, the tool to hammer it in is pretty nuts. It was cool. I learned about that. That was yeah, pretty that, cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard to describe. It's just like two handles that they just, like, you could pull down, you like hammer down to like hammer this pole. It's down. like a big metal tube with a kind of closed top with two handles on either side that you use to just smash down on top of the pole. Like a cup. I wonder if there was like a better strategy of using that where like maybe if you like dug a pre hole, like it would be a lot easier to hammer into the like actual ground hmm. versus just like just hammering in. I can't imagine that would be like the way you would do that. I have no idea. Like, it just it just seemed like so much effort. Yeah. I think that this is coming around to one of my other comments about this show is that, like, I'm not tough as nails, and I understand that, <laughs> right? But, like, I wish I could watch this show and, like, pick up a couple of tips or skills or knowledge about yeah. maybe how to be a little bit tougher. Uh, so yeah, that, there's no, you don't yeah. learn anything in this no. show. No. There's no like this no. is how you replace the tire. So, like, you know, <laughs> no. Like 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 for this thing they could have been like, oh yeah, this thing's called the smasher, and people use it <laughs> everywhere to install fence posts, and when you smash it down, it's six thousand pounds of pressure or whatever. Like, I don't know. I want a little something like that. I would have loved like oh, I forget what show we watched, where they had like a there's like a trick you had to figure out how to like repair something. Mm. Where like you, in order to fix the Humvee, you you had to go and figure out what was wrong with the Humvee instead of like, you know, just like, oh, you replace the tire, you're good to go, you know? like That's like not that interesting. Whereas that's what like, I thought it was going to be, too. I thought there was going to be a trick. The that's what I thought. I was like, okay, figure out what's wrong with the Humvee. Like, you get this off this boat and it doesn't work. Like, you got to figure out what's wrong with it. Not like, oh, there's a flat. What, <laughs> there's a flat. I guess that's what's wrong with it. <laughs> Like, well, and like it's like that, like the big tent they have to put up. I was like, "What's this? How do you put this tent up? What's the problem with the tent? Like, what's hard about putting the tent up? Like, tell me no, something." Yeah, nothing, nothing was really said about how hard anything was. <laughs> yeah, or it's like you know, the average Marine squadron can put up a three hundred five tent forty five seconds yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah, I, mean, I totally the... agree with Harrison. I want to know what these tools are called. I want to know how it's working. I want to learn a little bit. I, I'll I'll give you a tip. You go to tiktok and search for tool tips oh. you can have all the tool tips you want excellent There's millions of tool tips excellent out there. they'll tell you teach you <laughs> way more in 50 minutes than this show everyone <laughs> we need a little history channel flavor here <laughs> definitely definitely i feel like this is like an episode of always sunny where it's like chris meets tiktok <laughs> yeah but you can also find some other great stuff on tiktok like drinking rules from us yeah Ooh. good one uh or youtube i actually like youtube shorts more than i like tiktoks but anyway Moving on, uh, so the, the winning team won twelve thousand dollars to put in, I guess, like a team bucket 
that they're going to split later? No, no. He said split up now. You get 2000 each. Yeah, he just uh, handed him a stack of cash, and I think they just started giving the cash to people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're going to pay taxes on that later? No, Come on. Don't worry about Dude, that. cash business. You choose whether <laughs> yeah. or not to report it. You think <laughs> is watching this show, baby? There is no evidence of this cash. <laughs> no. No evidence. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's why you don't see her giving it out to everyone. <laughs> just so it's all on her <laughs> yeah there's no recording uh then there's uh five you get a badge of honor for winning and then the team with that gets five badges of honor first wins a bonus sixty thousand dollars the badge of what was the badge of honor? It was like it was like some kind of large Boy Scout. It looked like badge. A, it, looked yeah. like a, it looked like one of those like commemorative plates. Kind yeah, of. it did. Yeah. <laughs> I just what what was it? What are they going to do with it? Do they stick them somewhere? Is it a I think badge? They wear them like a like a rapper. So oh. maybe. So, so each of these teams has has vans, and one's a black van, and one's a white van, and one one's the dirty hands van, and one's the, 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 the savage group van. Dirty hands. I That's think great that, minutia. I think that this thing should have been like a big magnetic thing that you slap on your team van. You just stack them all up on the van. Amazing. Then somebody could steal. Oh man! But you got you got you got to have somebody you got to have somebody on guard at night. That's part of it. You can steal the other team. <laughs> this isn't a young adult novel. That's not how this works. I thought maybe they'd all get like patches for their for their outfits that they wear. I don't know. They should get like stuff for their helmets. You know, like in in like oh. college yes. football, you get the little stickers for good plays. Except. The thing that they bring to all these challenges kind of weirdly are these thermoses. <laughs> they each have like a worksite thermos that they bring with them. Yeah. They should get little stickers. For yeah. yeah. Are, are those like, they got soup in those thermoses or they got like some sort of chili? Like, I don't what, know. What, what do they got in those? I don't chili in the show. <laughs> Chris, what would be in your thermos? I mean, like a soup's a good, good call. Like in the winter, you might want like a, in the summer, <laughs> you might want like a, a Long Island or something. Ooh! <laughs> so if you're coming up on this challenge, you got your 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 totin soup, <laughs> soup or a I, Long Island, depending on the time of why year. Was, why was your question not about the Long Island? <laughs> I know Harrison was more worried about the soup days than the Long Island days. I just wonder when you're gonna sit down in this thing to be eating that soup. I mean, you drinking it? <laughs> it's soup, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly like just like a warm broth to warm you up a little bit. Yeah, and in the here when you're in the like California, obviously not a soup day. So no, now you need a Long Island just to loosen yourself. It's up a Long a Island day. <laughs> so they're just drinking Long Islands out there, Chris. <laughs> loosen yourself up a bit, you know. Drinking sound, Long Island. It sounds like a Bones No Bones thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Drinking Long Islands, changing tires on Humvees, <laughs> I get crushed by it. <laughs> Should we start off tomorrow being a super LIT day? <laughs> super yeah. LIT. It's like, man, Chris is really in a different mood in the summer. <laughs> He's a lot more sloppy on the work site. <laughs> Where it takes so much longer during the summer. <laughs> it's a lot sloppy. Everything is breaking. All right. Uh, the one last thing I want to talk about this show before we get more questions is how does this like single competition work? Is it like at the end, episode 11 and 12, or like whatever, is like the winning team gets to compete one-on-one, or is it like all 12 of them get to compete? Mystery. Or is it like, do people get, el- Brian mentioned I, eliminations? Like, yeah. 
People so are getting is eliminated. There less people. So there's less involved people. I don't think you can have the disaster that was the first challenge again. Like you don't get a redo after that. You're done. I just thought at the beginning of this, the host said no oh. one gets eliminated. No, that's it. I figured it out. So they said that, and then they said, "Look, we can't deal with this guy announcing anymore. So <laughs> we need to go." Maybe there's like a tribal council. <laughs> Maybe I can Maybe. see that for this show. Maybe there's just like, okay, you're still on the team, but you're not in the final, like, you know. Yeah, maybe. Final Ooh. thing anymore. Uh, I think when you get voted out, then the dude just takes your thermos and dumps it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw that they called it punching out. Oh, okay. oh that's oh, good. Yep. Like that. Wow. They did. I did see that, too. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm very confu- confused how this single winner works. I mean, it's just assumed that you've seen every season. It, we're just going to have to watch more and find out. Get back to us, Brian. <laughs> it, it does say, like, punched out third, punched out. Yeah. Punched yeah. out. It, 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 that is a clever gimmick. I'm glad they spent their budget on coming up with that. But is there a trap door <laughs> that they fall through? Uh, <laughs> How do they leave the work site? <laughs> I got to know. <laughs> uh, Chris, you got questions for us? Yeah, let's get let's get into some questions. Questions. What do you think the uh, production schedule of the show is like? Uh, I have no idea how long this show goes. I mean, I think mm. that they shot this whole episode that we saw in a day. Oh, easy. yes, easily. Easy. Well, Noah's told us how many seasons have come out on a certain time frame, so we've got some clues. Yeah, basically, in the past year or so, year plus, they've shot two seasons. Year and a half. You said that they filmed the first one right before COVID. Correct. And they shot season two in the fall of 2020. So that's what I mean. Like roughly past year plus, they've shot two seasons. Well, I mean, the show easily filmed in like three, four weeks. Easy. Oh, Probably. yeah. Yeah, maybe um, like a month, six weeks. There are 10 episodes. No way is it six weeks. 10 episodes? Okay. Yeah, 10 episodes. Four weeks seems good. Unless they do some sort of challenge level challenge at the end. There's no way this is taking more than like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, if they if they have some days off for testimonials or getting stuff set up, I can see three weeks. Yeah. To rest I mean, their broken bodies. <laughs> there, there's just some logistics involved in setting up these challenges in various zone like work sites that I think would be challenging to do, like back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. You know, I, I think that there's probably some some rest days in there somewhere. I hope there's some rest days. <laughs> you just don't get to see those. Unless there's some <laughs> challenge level drama happening at club I night. I know. Let's have some sort of club night. I, I'm worried that there's not going to be a lot of club, club night, night on this show. <laughs> I think you <laughs> should be worried about club. I don't think that's a thing. Unless the... What, it depends on what's in the thermos. That changes everything about this <laughs> yeah, show. <laughs> next, next episode, what's in your thermos? Uh, I mean, I feel like after, like after the job is done, they should be able to take their 12 grand to the bar and, yeah. just, like, and just throw a few back, you know? This would be a perfect show to be also sponsored by like Budweiser and they're kicking back with some, with some yeah. cool cans at the end of the job. But do they like want to be associated with the Marines like that? Mm. Do the Marines want to be associated with alcohol? I feel like the military yeah, doesn't really go near alcohol. The people in the military do. People in the military are very different than the brands. Uh, are you allowed <laughs> to drink when you're when you're in the military? I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Certainly not when you're yeah. on on duty. Yeah, <laughs> oh, when yeah, you're yeah. not when you're off duty, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. You know, oh, yeah, you've never seen military people at a bar before. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, I guess they're they're they're, they're off duty. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to our next question. Who's the worst human being in this episode of TV? Hmm. Not a lot of bad human beings in this show. <laughs> doesn't seem like no. No. I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you, I think it, an answer could be the host for how bad he's doing. That's that's the only one I got. I'm or gonna like, go with. Uh, oh, sorry. So oh no, go on. I'm gonna go with anyone last week on Bridal Plasty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think uh, Debrow still holds it for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I give another nomination. Like one of the the two captains that like you know let the women of color go last. It's a good one. I think that maybe uh, whoever decided to try and trick us that they dropped that stuff out of a plane, that's a pretty bad person. <laughs> the editors. Yeah, the editors. <laughs> the editors of the show. I'm going to go, Yeah, I think the person's got to be the host for just the, he's the executive producer. You can blame anything that's wrong with the show on him, so I'm blaming him. <laughs> Uh, it's a weak pick this week, though. There's not, yeah. there's, there's, there's no real reason for that. No. Uh, let's do. What do we got? Let's do. Would the show be better as a Quibi? Uh, I don't think so because we keep ragging on the show for not going into enough detail and helping us to understand different things. Uh, and so the Quibi is only going to make that even more hard to do. So I'm gonna go no Quib. I I think you could turn this into a Quibi. If you turned it more into like a home improvement, like there's this one challenge, there's there's like a crack in your bathroom, go <laughs> fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a like you could do one of one of these challenges as a quick like eight minute thing, seven minute thing, but it would be a different show. Yeah, be a different show. Yeah. Uh, let's do our new one of our new questions. Oh. <laughs> one of our new questions here for you. Oh. One thing you love about the show. Oh, all right, Brian. What's one thing you love about the show? This is actually something I was going to talk about with the drinking rules. Um, the amount of positivity in this show is really awesome. So during the first challenge, uh, there were a lot of people getting stuck near the end, probably due to people just backing up after the finish line, because why would you go further? And everybody just got and like helped like pull them across the finish line. Cause like you didn't need to deal with that challenge. Like it's just, you're there just, get across and that was awesome like it just didn't matter about the competition even though they already knew it was over it's just hey let's help each other out yeah it's good harrison what do you got i mean i just think that the way that it showcases and kind of celebrates the skills that all these people have is like just really cool i mean because uh there's obviously a lot of like super useful super valuable really cool stuff that they're doing um and yeah I, like there's just not a lot of stuff that just kind of celebrates some of this so it's cool annabeth um i was gonna say about the same as brian i feel like everybody really is like very supportive of each other when everybody introduces themselves at the beginning and says what their job is like there's a lot of like support and enthusiasm for it so i i thought that was cool mr Noah singer uh, you got to learn some things, despite y'all saying you don't get to learn anything. Uh, if I'm on ATV, I know I got to put that thing in neutral to start it. Well, where is neutral? Uh, that's another question. <laughs> uh, I I like the the posit- the tone of the show is really good. I like Brian is right. I think that the positivity really exudes. If the show is negative, I think I would hate it. Like because mm. we've talked and we complain about the challenges, but like. I don't hate, I don't like, 
we'll get to it. I don't hate the show, but like I, and I think that's because of the tone of the show. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we could nitpick all of our problems with the show, which aren't really nitpicks; they're real issues. <laughs> <laughs> but the positivity, I think, is is one to look into. This yeah, sorry it carries to, it. Sorry to steal yours, Brian, but I, no, yeah, it was great. Don't worry, it's great. Uh, our another new one. Who's gonna hook up next? <laughs> oh man, oh. this is a twist on the show. Yeah, that's just a joke. No, I don't think we're gonna see anyone hooking up on here at all. Uh, let's do drinking rules. Uh, Brian seemed to be ready with the drinking rules, so why don't you go ahead? Yeah, it was just gonna be when you see a good amount of positivity, like people doing something helpful for one another. Just cheers and take a drink. Uh, I got a great one. Anytime you see anyone strain their muscles, oh yeah, take a drink. Noah. Anytime someone says a word you don't know what it means, take a drink. Annabeth. <laughs> I was going to do very similar to Noah. Every time someone does something that your body cannot do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what, yep. what is a word you did not know, Noah, that they brought up? Um, there were some of the, they talked about some things in the military. Like I probably could put it in context or like you're talking about parts on the farm. Like, I don't really know. Like, exactly. are you saying like you didn't know what like an X thirty three Oh five tent was the Mr. No. 305 tent. No idea. <laughs> Whatever. It was. Yeah. Pitbull tent. Uh, Harrison, what do you got for me? Um, I don't know. I was, I was kind of similar to Annabeth and just like anytime somebody does something that's just beyond my skill set, I'm just going <laughs> to cheers them and drink to it. I don't think this was very applicable for this episode, but I think going forward, anytime someone doesn't know what they're doing, mm. take mm. a mm-hmm. I think that I think that's going to happen when they have to do some weird, like real skill stuff that not everyone has. Yeah. Brian, um, I got another one. That's actually a fun one. Uh, when you see them driving a vehicle that you've never driven before, drink. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. For every cart, take a drink. Yeah, every cart. <laughs> uh, you stole it. That was going to be the next one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, All right. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for. We have one last question. No, I, I got. I got one more drinking roll. Okay. Give every time thing. you see a thermos, take a drink. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's there. Yeah. It is. Like, that's yeah, a good that's, one. That's a good one. Anytime the vans show up, <laughs> finish your drink. Anybody, anytime anyone says dirty hands, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like to. Anytime they say their team name or like they give like a team chant. Yeah, I like the team that'd be, chant. That'd be a good one. Every At, time you see a badge come out. <laughs> At what point during this segment do we say, please drink responsibly? <laughs> <laughs> Remember. Oh, actually, one, one piece of minutia that ties into the drinking thing we didn't talk about is that the Murph brought this like WWE type of belt that you receive oh. when you win. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, it made me wonder, like, how often do you receive that type of belt for winning something outside of wrestling? Zero. <laughs> Can- yeah. Side tangent, did he just bring that belt just to show off? Like, why did he bring that belt? Because <laughs> so you know he's the winner. Uh, you, you, you tell us what like, el- why, where uh, else do you wear that belt to, Brian? You think he's wearing that as everyday belt? I guess <laughs> I guess it's fair. Like, put him in the picture, but like, why did he just need to bring it? Like, he could also just been wearing what else, it. What what else should you do with that belt? Just wear it and then take it off. Like you don't. You didn't need to like place it down and just be like, oh, like this is a prize or something. It is a prize. Is he it? didn't win it. Yeah. Well, no, my- he won it. He still has it. He did not lose yeah, in season yeah, two. Yeah. I mean, there's another one for the winner. Yeah, season three. <laughs> okay, but uh, like, yeah. if you have, if you won season one, the only thing you could do with that belt is like have it like up on your wall or <laughs> bring it to. 
<laughs> to show it off. Show off. <laughs> next season. Like, do you wear that around anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> like, you wear uh, it here. You wear it. <laughs> no I know. He should have worn it. No, nobody wears those belts. Yeah. I, yeah. No one ever wears it. It's always over the shoulder. why <laughs> <laughs> it's even a belt. <laughs> it's not a belt. It's an over the shoulder thing. <laughs> yeah. People do wear it sometimes. Like, they wear it around the waist. It's it, it's probably like 30 to 25% of it. I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Um, anyway. Every time you see the belt, take off your belt and enjoy a drink for being more comfortable. Uh, what do you think is a better trophy? This, that belt or the Taskmaster like uh, statue thing? Belt. Uh, uh, Brian? Belt. I think Brian's got the best opinion. I don't even know really what the Taskmaster yeah. statue thing is. And the wrestling belt's pretty dope. I, I, I think the statue. I'd rather have that statue in my house than that belt. <laughs> Like the belt, the belt is seems a little generic, but like you just bust that out on like NFL Sunday and it's great. I mean, you the belt is not bad. I didn't say it was bad. No, I, I know. Just think it's like in terms of like if you <laughs> had that giant belt around your house somewhere, I would think that you just got a replica WWE belt. Like it, it's not like a unique thing. But it's mobile. You can wear it to the bar. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to bring a trophy? <laughs> no, yeah. you're right. You're right. It could be. Like beneficial <laughs> in some sort of like other direct way, you know. It's at least you have something that could actually hold your vaccine card. They can just like put it on there. So instead of having to have this awkward thing in your wallet, you just, just walk the... around, pop in the front. You're gonna put a pocket on this thing? No, just tape it. Just tape it. You're fine. Like, <laughs> it's cool. This is a wrestling belt, but I think that for the show, it should have also been a tool belt, so you could wear Whoa. it. Oh, yes. yes! Why aren't you the producer yes! on the show? We Harrison? gotta start making reality shows. Oh my shows. god! Yeah, we, we really gotta start producing these things. I think. I think so too. We, we have, we've seen enough. I actually, I, I'm gonna one up you and build on the, there, Harrison. So tool belt what you can do with the wrestling belt flip it around so the big part is in the back and now it becomes the back support oh, oh. So, my other thought was like can this be used as a weightlifting belt oh like, that, yeah like right? i mean the back was is the same thing way. yeah same yeah. thing yeah, yeah. so yeah. now you got the you tools do. on the side back support in the back i love it <laughs> maybe we should just sell a belt like that <laughs> i think people would love that they could have a tool belt that's like a wrestling belt it's pretty cool yep or even a gym yeah that is a back gym. support belt also a back know. support belt what also it of, has a personal massager what, what, for your lower what, back what kind of tool is wearing this with a wrestling <laughs> belt front? hey sharks have you ever been hey, a shark <laughs> I am definitely running up to every job site like that. It's just a fun one. Like honestly, novelty belts like that. Oh my god! But, yes, we got it. This is a. We can do a good Kickstarter here. Okay. All right. If we get started now, by next Christmas season, we'll have a little bit of sales going. We'll kind of know a bit of the target market. We we'll can hit be on hard. Shark Tank. If we get on Shark Tank, that's it. We got to walk away. That's it. No, we got to do Shark Tank the next season. Because I'm always going to ask about, what are the sales? And you go in there with this type of thing. You have no sales. They're going to laugh at you. If you go in, oh, but last Christmas, we did this. They're going to be like, now we're talking. Getting on Shark Tank is a years long process. I'm in as long as we can call the company who put this belt on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. right. Let's do do our ratings. So we do a stack ranking system compared to other reality shows. We do top middle bottom third. You can vote on our polls on Twitter. Uh, Some people stack ranking their stack ranks. Brian, what do you got for me? 
I've been debating this entire time whether I'm going to put it in the top of the middle or the bottom of the top. I think that host aside, like this show really did something for me and I do want to watch more. So then I guess it has to go on the top, but I've also not really fulfilled those. That, that is not obli- a rule. <laughs> it's not. But then I also think about like some of the shows where I've talked about that. And I'm like, I haven't really done that either this season. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to one of the top, middle of the top. No, it's definitely bottom. Of the, it's you, bottom of the top. Okay. Bottom of the top. All right. Yeah. Just, just clarifying. Uh, Harrison, what do you have for us? It's definitely borderline for me, but I think this is going to be a middle third show. Uh, I'm I'm interested to watch like another episode and see kind of how it improves because I I do like the concept of it, uh, but I think that there were just some things about the execution that made it not as good as it could have been. But uh, I definitely want to see another one. Annabeth, I think this is like this is right in the middle for me because I I did like watching the show. I don't know if I'm dying to watch more of it, and maybe it's kind of the military theme in this one was was maybe not my favorite theme, and maybe that I didn't know any of these characters, but. I think it's right in the middle. Mr. No Singer, what do you got for me? Yeah, I think the show deserves to be a bottom show because uh, it's really not that entertaining, all things con- con- considered. Like, I don't think there's any motivation to go watch another one. That said, it is not bottom relative to a lot of junk that uh, we happen to put on. Um, (laughs) uh, so it is middle for those reasons, but it's bottom of the middle. There's a lot of opportunity. They can make this more engaging, more like wanting to watch next, uh, show, but for, they don't. And for those reasons, middle bottom of the middle. Thank you. Uh, Max was here and he watched the show with us. Uh, bye Max. Bye Max. Max. Uh, he said top third, bottom of the top, the jingoistic patriotic shit. (laughs) Just leaves a weird taste in my mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Hell of a review. <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> full review. Final words from Max. <laughs> yeah, putting that shit on Rotten Tomatoes tonight. <laughs> he he'll still be on the pod occasionally, I think, but he yeah, might, he will. He, he'll take some time off for now. Anyway, uh, I agree that this is really a middle third show, but I feel like we've been a lot of fuck, lot of watching a lot of hot garbage. And this was not hot garbage. So I'm going to put it on the top. Whatever. I think the challenges could be better. And I would give another episode or two a try to see if they fix that problem. Because I think it's fixable. And the fact that we had two. Like the first episode can be a little weird. with This weird marine commercial. Jay was also not a huge fan of. I agree, Annabeth. Like it's really close to being middle third. But I'm going to put it on the top. Final word. So we got for us. Vote in our polls on Twitter. Tell us what you think of this show. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> All right, Brian. Give us your shout out of and why is it about Legends of the Hidden <laughs> Temple, the new version? Yeah. So that's back. And now it's with adults instead of children. And I got to say, watching it like this, I don't think it's as fun. Ooh. So. It's all the same stuff. It's a lot of people failing at these like stupid tasks. and But it's adults instead of kids. And with kids, I'm really rooting for them. Like They could be messing up super hard, but I'm like, go. I want you to crush this. People, I'm like, eh, I don't care. Mm. But you do want to see them fall and hit their head somewhere. The kids or the adults? The adults. <laughs> yeah. You obviously don't want to see that. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay wipe, with that. Wipeout, the show, that's what white, That's why people watch Wipeout. That's why people watch totally. Nailed It, don't watch Nailed It. But I that's agree. why people watch that stuff. But like, okay, so 
for example, the ending thing where like you're moving through the maze and it's like, oh, here's this like guard and you got to give him the token. And it, as a kid, like well, watching it, and it's like, oh my God, you, you got to, you got to escape, give him the token. And with an adult, it's just like, oh, I'm searching in these like cargo pants for it. And it's less climactic. Mm, okay. I, I have three oh. questions for you about, about this. First, is Kirk Fogg the host? No. Who's the host? I don't remember. Um, it is a woman. Um, and also Olmec. Okay, that was my second question. Is, is Olmec involved? <laughs> yeah, he, he, okay. he's back. Did that, he age at all? Uh, no, he actually aged very nicely. Oh, good. Mm. Okay. Olmec or <laughs> Fogg? Third question. What do the prize packages look like? They had some great okay. prize packages back in the day. Okay, so I will say that like this is... The great, the greatest part of it. So after you lose the first elimination, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're not leaving here empty-handed. You're leaving here with your T-shirt." <laughs> the second one was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm getting some stuff," and it also included a T-shirt that was like, "I lost at this challenge." Like, oh I my god, the, the steps of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So that's also amazing. Um, the prize packs are kind of good, but I don't think that they're maybe up to the adult level. I'm trying to remember, like, the final ones. Okay. Of course, like, the final thing is, like, cash and whatnot, but... Gotcha. All right. Harrison, what's your shout-out this week? Oh, man. I'm not really sure if I have a big shout-out this week. Uh, Challenge All-Stars Season 2 started, which, you know, it's hey, it's all right. Oh, who's you, oh we started it? Uh, it's the Champions Tour, yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's a lot of those kind of classic people. I mean, you got... Derek and Darrell and a bunch of the kind of old school bananas. Bananas is definitely not in. It's, there's no bananas. Uh, there's no CT. Because CT's in the regular. Yeah, I know yeah. for sure. Well, this ban- is definitely the Champions Tour. Yeah, bananas do all those things. CTs. Yeah. What do you, why do you keep saying Champions? Oh, I guess well no. because in because in golf that's what they call the Senior Tour. Now, after you're too old to be in the regular tour, they call it the Champions Tour. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying but these people are actually the champions. But not all people are champs. I, they, hey, you got to take it up with the USGA. <laughs> I, I don't care what they do. I do call them these challenge people. Uh, I mean, it was it was great though because uh, Annabeth and I watched one of the classic challenge seasons on on Paramount Plus in like a week because it just goes super fast. Like we're saying, there's two challenges, two eliminations per episode. Incredible, uh, which is which is really <laughs> it's great. Incredible, it's, they have a incredible. format for their show. It's incredible. It's incredible. So uh, we knew a bunch of the people because uh, we'd watched one kind of of that era, which is cool. Uh, is this a commercial for Paramount Plus? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Paramount Plus is pretty good service, though. <laughs> like Nickelodeon Challenge, Star Trek Discovery's back now. Nails. <laughs> True, the show is on there. Yeah, Brian, you have another shout out, or are we you good this week? No, uh, like Star Trek Discovery is now back okay. on. So now, that's... but that's an advertisement for Paramount Plus. Okay, boom. Annabeth, what is your wow. just, what is your advertisement for Paramount Plus? Um, I enjoy Legends of the Hidden Temple OG version. Incredible on Paramount Plus. <laughs> As well as guts and guts, yeah, we have watched a good amount of guts. These these things they make these kids do these obstacle courses, these biking around the track, these water challenges are amazing. Wow. Is Wild and Crazy Kids on there too? Uh, not sure. We haven't seen that one, but I would say that Mike O'Malley would make an incredible host of yes. of, of the show that we watched today. Uh, my shout out this week is. I've been rewatching The Witcher on Netflix. Oh. It's very good. I, uh, uh, season two is coming out in December, so you can catch up before season two if you want. 
Mr. Noah, do you have a yeah, shout out this week? Yeah, I've been getting really into the uh, Oxycontin pandemic, and so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there was, there was like, a final okay. word there. <laughs> I was like, Go you're on. really into this Oxycontin? <laughs> yeah, so uh, almost done with the audiobook Empire of Pain. It's also a real book if you choose to read it. Um, which seems like a pain in the ass. But, um, so I'm listening to that, which is quite good, and then watching the uh, show Dope Sick on Hulu, uh, which is really about the same thing. Um, and some reason I'm watching both because I find that storyline entertaining. Uh, if you don't know about the background, TLDR, there's a family called the Sacklers. Um, they're uh, like the guy that cre- kind of creates the family, uh, basically creates how to market drugs in America, which is fascinating and kind of ingenious, uh, but ultimately leads to a lot of people dying from heroin. So take take from it what you will. There you go. I, I think you did a really good TLDR there. <laughs> you really went deep dark there. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Outside of here, uh, some people watch Guts. Some people uh, go into pandemics. You know, some you know. people <laughs> get some into people the are just real deep and dark. That's I, that's where I got. That's what I, I got. I just put a hold of my local library to get the audiobook. Yeah, it, it, it's quite good, but not everything I do is so serious. You know, I also uh, uh, am a continual watcher of Hot Ones. I still watch it. I still enjoy it. When are we doing another Hot Ones challenge? Oh, uh, we should. Man, it's so fun. Uh, but they're still entertaining. I'm surprised the shtick, like, really keeps up, and it does. Well, you have it. Hot Ones. It's a good shtick. Uh, <laughs> it is. You can find us on TikTok at Who With Us On podcast. Find us on Twitter and answer our polls and yell at us at Hooper the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hooper the Sun, where you can yell at Noah for not having polls on Facebook. And you can email us questions and suggestions at Hooper the Sun at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Sponsored by crypto.com. Crypto. Or at least we want to be sponsored. Give us Crypt, the Bitcoin. Crypto, crypto, talk to us.